Two FBI agents protect the fleeing girlfriend of a jewel thief slain by gangsters. That's eh, it. I mean, that does sum it up. Yeah. <laughs> this week we watched Action USA. Welcome back to Action Action, the action movie podcast that watches all the action movies that we can. And then, we, then on our list they go. This is episode... To the list. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's been so long since we've done this. It might this be is one an episode in- 54 or something? 154. All right, 150, episode 154. Uh, I am John. With me, as always, is James. Hey. And Dustin. Hello. And we're recording... A movie in quarantine. Yeah. Yes. Quarantine recording. Um, how are you guys? Yeah. Good. Great. Good. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Just awesome. Yeah. How's quarantine been on you guys? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. It's. I always stayed at home almost all the time anyway, so... I haven't really noticed yet. I assume eventually it'll get to me. I do feel like I've watched way more movies in the past, like, two weeks. So, that's a bonus. Well, let's get into something. you want to recommend anything? Who, me? James? Yeah, you, James. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, well, I watched a lot of stuff, like I said. So, uh, I watched uh, Debt Collectors 1 and 2. They're enjoyable. I like them. They're just... Those are Scott Atkins movies, right? Scott Atkins, yeah. But just, they're just good old action movies, you know. You don't have to think too hard. They're pretty basic. Yeah. Um, but, you know, entertaining. We'll have to definitely do it. I also watched Bad Boys for Life, which we'll also have to do at some point. Yeah, Although, yeah. We fly together, we die together. Uh, what do you think of I Bad Boys for Life? I didn't really like it that much. I mean, to me, towards the end, it gets into, like, the fast and furious realm of possibilities because now they're like going to another country and they have a team and the whole movie ends where they're they're like they're a team they're a bad boys team now and and i thought okay maybe this is going to be the end or maybe now this is going to be like nine more movies after this (laughs) and it's going to be them fighting terrorists around the world kind of shit yeah i don't know I, I think they're going to do at least one more with the, with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, from what I understand, uh, because this one was a pretty huge hit uh, theatrically. What, was it? Yeah. It made a lot of money. Uh, oh, okay. It was, I think it was one of the last movies I saw in theaters before all this shit. Well, maybe I saw it a little while before that, before quarantine right. stuff. But yeah, it, it made quite a bit of money. So I think they're probably going to, I think I heard they're going to make at least one more. Yeah, maybe that's their. Yeah. Maybe they're setting it up to pass the torch, sort of thing. Because obviously, I mean, Martin Lawrence, he's not exactly an in-shape cop anymore in the in this third movie. Not to fat shame. No, <laughs> no, but like I also I get what they're trying to do, the relationship of Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, and it's just like I don't know, like it just doesn't kind of work that much anymore for me. It's oh, yeah. like yeah, it, it was funny. Back when they made the first one. <laughs> it was like 30 years ago. Though. It's just kind of like, I don't know, nostalgia-wise, it doesn't do it enough for me to make it yeah, awesome. I, think I was disappointed when we watched Bad Boys. When we rewatched it. Like when we, I thought you, when we rewatched I thought it. you loved it when we rewatched it. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> time. <laughs> Reflection. Reflection, yeah. Uh, it's good. I, I just think that, why not just make a new movie? Make some new cop movies. I don't think it has well, to be this. I think we're still very much in the Hollywood mode of uh, sequels, remakes, reboots. You know what I say? Defund the bad boys. Mm. Yep, I said it. <laughs> oh, wow, hot take. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if it was if it was popular, then yeah. I mean, for sure. Like somebody messaged me on Instagram because I asked the question: Do you think this is the end? Are we going to see another? And there, somebody said, "Oh no, they're making another one." Yeah. <laughs> It's already been announced. Yeah, I think as soon as this one opened up really big and uh, theatrically, then they were like, "Okay, there's still juice in the in this tank." So, Uh, 
I thought it was okay for my, like myself. I, I mean, it wasn't amazing by any means. Uh, I thought yeah. it was okay for what it was, especially considering Will Smith. I mean, he's still still young and vital, and I don't know. Yeah, Will Smith, it's like he hasn't aged that yeah. much. He's another it's one of those the, Tom Cruise types. It's all the Thetans and whatnot. Right, right. See, there it is. It's the Thetans. Yeah. We, we should something. become Scientologists. Is he a Scientologist? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah. really? He's either a Scientologist or he's like Scientologist adjacent. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> Scientologist friendly. Like, well, yeah. I mean, it's like all these fucking alt writers online, right? It's like well, you might not be a Nazi, but like you sure do start saying a lot of Nazi stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I guess eventually, if enough people are asking why, if you're a Nazi, maybe you're a Nazi. <laughs> So I think, I'd, I mean, he made that Scientology school. Oh, did he? Yeah, I, I don't know. Thing. I don't You're going to get the squirrel busters out here on us. <laughs> are they called squirrel busters? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the Scientology? Yeah. No, they won't come down. I mean, we are, we are all uh, suppressive persons, no doubt. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch anything else, James? Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched a bunch of stuff. Uh, I watched uh, The Big Short after John said he rewatched it, so I thought I would rewatch it. And yeah, that movie's still great. I watched, uh, after you watched some Jackie Chan movies, I watched The 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Yeah. Um, and then, Kung Fu. Yeah, and then I also watched Unhinged. Are you okay? I'm pretty sure the guy in that truck's following me. He's road raging. Why don't you just chill, man? Go your own way. Which? Oh, the Russell was Crow. entertaining. I wa- yeah, I that was entertaining. <laughs> I actually kind of liked it. It was it was entertaining. I didn't know what to expect. It was just kind of the one of those. I don't have to think at all. I just <laughs> right. Yeah, I I yeah. did not love that one. <laughs> oh really? There was some, I actually, there was some good bits. I thought there's definitely some good bits. I mean, it's it is what it is. It was more violent than I thought it would be. It was ugly as fuck to look at, like so drab looking, like just gray. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely believable. Russell Crowe is is believable in that uh, character. Yeah, no, he's he's fun to watch chew the scenery. It's I, it's a weird. I movie think that's it, just him in real life. Yeah, it's just him playing himself. Uh, it was a weird movie because it felt really like 90s thriller or else like um, even early aughts where you had movies like Cellular and like Phone Booth and shit like that. It kind of reminded me of that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh man, Cellular. What a movie. Remember when that movie, like that was when people didn't understand how cell phones worked. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that long ago. <laughs> Wasn't there a point at one, at one time, I think we've talked this before, where like they get another cell phone because the original cell phone's gonna die, and they transfer the call to another cell phone. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Hey, hey listen, I got a life and death call on this phone. My battery's about to die. Do you have a charger? Sure. Yeah. Why don't you take a number? Okay, and one of our sales associates will help you when your turn comes around. Excuse well, me. No, no, my battery's okay. gonna die. They did. They I did didn't even see that. How did this get made a while back? And I think they talked yeah. about something like that. Well, let's see. I like you said, James. I, I watched a couple of Jackie Chan's because we we had done Police Story like what a year or two ago yeah and then i watched police story 2 earlier this year and then uh i was like oh i'm gonna finish it off and watch the whole series so then i watched three and four recently and three and three and four came out in north america but they were released just as different movies like uh three came out as super cop uh and four came out as first strike and they just like dubbed them so that the name like in four in first strike they just call him jackie even though he's like supposed to be the same character he was in the other police story movies (laughs) so they just like dubbed it so that it wouldn't connect to those other stories at all but super cop is actually really fun did you guys ever see that one? It's where he he teams up yeah. he teams up with Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I saw that when it came out originally. Uh, yeah, I probably I I can't remember though. That one is really fucking fun and like big set pieces, crazy like climax on top of a train where Michelle Yeoh like drives a motorcycle onto the top of a train while it's moving and shit like that. Uh, that one's just really good. So must watch. Yeah, I would say so. And then I watched. Uh, Bruce Lee Fist of Fury the other night which I hadn't seen since I was a kid but it's the same it's you know that Jet Li one we did on the show Fist of Legend is a remake of this one and the plot is pretty much the same where Bruce Lee comes back from being away and his master has been poisoned uh, and the Japanese are like 
controlling this area of China. So then it's like a fight against these Japanese karate guys and stuff. And he goes and like kicks all their asses and stuff. But it's actually yeah. pretty awesome. Like Bruce Lee is fucking just obviously a bad motherfucker in this movie. Like he's just, he, you know, he's doing all his crazy Bruce Lee noises, but somehow he makes that seem like intense and like scary instead of like, you know, people have always mocked the like all that shit. But like yeah. when he does it, you're like, oh, this fucker's going to tear someone's heart out. <laughs> like he's so crazy right. intense on the screen. So that was actually uh, quite a bit of fun to watch that. Uh, other than that, I just, uh, oh, I was going to mention, um, uh, what was it? Oh, I watched a couple of those Animaniacs, John, the new Animaniacs. Oh yeah. Did you watch any? Yeah. I haven't had a chance to yet. No. They're pretty fun. Like, I don't know, like, you know, it was always a meta cartoon back in the day. Yeah. And it's just, it's got, it's like makes fun of itself and just like, I don't know, it really brings it up to date in a fun way, I thought. So I'm going to probably keep watching. Yeah, I, I have it. I, I want to watch it with the kids. Yeah. See what they think. I don't know if they'll get all the references, but. <laughs> no, but it'll be fun. Oh, are you keeping up on uh, Mandalorian? Yeah, although I still haven't watched the most recent one. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, we just we just got Disney Plus, so now I'm showing uh, Gene Mandalorian from the beginning. So. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a nice show to look forward to every week. I mean, I don't think it's amazing or like... Yeah, well, it's that thing where it's like, yeah, it's not like way. this is one of the best shows ever made. It's just a yeah. really fun show that, you know, it's not like some heavy in-depth thing it's basically just lone wolf and cub except yeah and i just love i love how it's a western basically yeah yeah the the western vibes are great yeah the western vibe and it's funny that each episode is like a standalone episode yeah it's like a monster of the week kind of thing so it kind of reminds me of like what shows used to be like right yeah that's how it used to be you see that much now it's kind of a nice little treat every week yeah i like it for sure John? Uh, so I watched, I finished up Ted Lasso. That's pretty much it. So nice. I really like it. Does the heart good, yeah. that show. <laughs> it does. It does. And I'm watching. Oh, speaking of uh, Canadian shows like Ted Lasso. Oh my God, fuck you. I still am like every once in a while watching an episode of like Shit's Creek to finish it off. Oh yeah. Dan yeah. started watching Shit's Creek. Yeah, he was telling me that. Ghost host Dan. I can't believe that he's watching it and he loves it. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a Dan show to me. No, not at all. I was kind of surprised when he told me that. Does Dan have any joy in his heart? <laughs> he likes Star Wars. He's got joy. You, you gotta, oh, you okay. gotta dig. You can find it. You gotta dig deep. Well, yeah, because there's that song about joy in your heart. Oh, he got the joy, 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 down, joy, down, joy down, down, down in your heart. heart. Yeah, he's got that. Oh, okay. How do we transition? Uh, We're going to talk about Action USA now. There's a transition for you. <laughs> Roll you the trailer. Here's your fucking transition. Roll the trailer. See, but Billy Ray was the only one that really knew where the diamonds were. Yeah! Hey, Billy Ray, Frank sends a three. Now you have them, and I want them. Play on. Here to help you. Get off of me! Tell him I want the broad back here alive. All right, so James, why did we do Action USA? 1989's Action USA. <clears throat> well, we did Action USA because, um, honestly, Instagram. You know, Instagram's a wonderful thing. <laughs> um, it ruins lives, but uh, social media is so- only good, right? Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you, uh, I mean, Action USA, they have an Instagram account and uh, they just kind of reached out to us and said, hey, this is, might be a movie right up your alley. So, and the, how, That's how pretty, right they were. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. <laughs> yeah. So they just got a new Blu-ray release from Vinegar Syndrome. Uh, seemed like a good time to check this one out. A, a forgotten yeah. gem. Yeah. So when we were able to get a... A screening before the Blu-ray came out, the remastered. Yeah, like it's pretty cool that we got to have this opportunity to watch this movie that I'd never heard of before. Yeah, obviously, I had, I had never heard of it either. But I mean, I don't really, I haven't really heard of most movies that Vinegar Syndrome puts out. But yeah, pretty much this is a crazy action movie from like the late '80s about. It's just like a, it's a gigantic chase film. Yeah, yeah, basically. Ba- yeah, more or less, right? You you kind of start out um, 
with some guy driving his girlfriend around in a crazy Corvette. Yeah, yeah, with a massive blower yeah. on it, yeah. drinking a drinking a Miller High Life or something. <laughs> Uh, but it doesn't take long to get into like a chase sequence because suddenly those two like seventies looking thugs show up and they're mus- they're like muscling him for money that he owes them or something. Yeah, this is so funny because then they they take him and they dr- fly him all over whatever town they're in. I don't know in a helicopter. Yeah, trying to get information because they're looking for what you find out later are diamonds. Yeah, but he's hidden. He's hidden some diamonds. Yeah, I just think it's really funny that like. I love how ballsy these bad guys are, where they're just like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to go right down Main Street, and we're just going to hold you Yeah, because oh, yeah, they dangle him upside down out of the helicopter for what feels like 10 minutes. That's like an extended sequence. Oh, totally. Oh, I was going to say, we should mention that the movie is directed by a stuntman. So, like, that is sort of, like, the highlight of the movie, the various stunts that we see with cars and fight sequences and stuff, but... So, yeah, they definitely are doing some stuntman shit by, like, let's hang this guy out of a helicopter upside down and fly over, like, the whole city. Yeah, so that's... And they end up dropping him into yeah, the water. Yeah, they drop him into the water, yeah. And the entire time... So, this is a... a you, you get this right off the bat, that just like in The Wrong Guy, there's only a point A, and then there's an end point, and everybody's going to be on that exact same line. <laughs> like, no matter what. Like, the, the, the girlfriend is chasing the helicopter. It's in a straight right, line. Right, she gets in a Porsche. This is after they've already been driving in that Corvette. She grabs a Porsche, and she's just, like, chasing these guys in the helicopter through the city or whatever. Uh, she, she, this is Carmen, right? She, she ends up being, like, kind of one of the focal points of the movie. She ends up being basically the star of she's the movie. She's the hero it, of the film. I would say yeah. so. Like, she is yeah. the one who kicks the most ass. She's the one who, like, is the smartest in every situation. Uh, when they yeah, she's quick thinking. Yeah, she saves. She like, saves everybody. She saves the FBI agents who are like ostensibly the heroes of the movie, but she's the one who keeps like bailing them out. Um, but she gets decked in that opening scene by those oh, yeah. thugs. Like they they bean her like right away, and she's just got a big nosebleed. Uh, and then that happens the movie, again later on. Yeah, throughout the movie, she keeps getting like backhanded, punched, whatever. <laughs> But she, you know, it doesn't keep her down. No, like uh, she's very resilient, For and sure. and and she's always like the one that has like, uh, like a way to get out of this bad situation, or like she's the one that like, I don't know, pulls through and like, like shakes the uh, like she gets hit and like, shakes it off and like comes back and like punches the guy or shoots him or whatever. Yeah, she's not sidelined by anything that happens no. to her. Uh, Barry, that's no, Barry but Murphy I mean, playing Carmen. I mean, you get like you know that first scene where those goons come in. I mean, you already start with some awesome dialogue, <laughs> right? Where the guy's like, "Whoa, whoa, you know, let's make a deal," and like, we don't make deals with dead men. Come on, man, we can cut a deal. We don't make deals with dead men. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot it's of. Just- you know, a lot of pretty hammy dialogue that's pretty fun, you know, like, if you know what kind of movie you're getting into here. Like, we did Hard Ticket to Hawaii a while ago. I feel like this kind of falls into that camp of, of movie. I think this is just a lot better. Yeah, I loved Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Uh, yeah, so did I. I loved Hard Ticket to Hawaii. I think this movie, just like Hard Ticket to Hawaii or Miami Connection, this movie requires multiple watches. I yeah, agree. it's one of those ones that you're going to have more and more fun with certain lines of dialogue when they pop up again. Because the first time you're watching it, they kind of catch you unawares. Like, you're like, what did they just say? Like, <laughs> yeah. did they really have that exchange just now? Yeah, um, exactly. But when you go back to it, it's so even something like The Room where, like, people now people love each line that comes up because they're anticipating it. I'm so happy I have you as my best friend and I love Lisa so much. <laughs> it feels like one of those right. kind of movies where yeah, you would get more enjoyment out of it on a rewatch. Yeah, like it's, it, you can't catch everything at once. The dialogue well, like for the vi- the version we watched, there's like parts of the dialogue that I miss definitely. Yeah, because the audio is a little off. Like, you, you know, you can hear the but sound effects. Because we watched like the, the version that we did. Yeah. Um, but once you go back through and watch it, uh, those scenes again, they totally like they totally work. And there's so many like amazing things like just like this doesn't make any sense. It would never work in any movie, but somehow it works here. Yeah. There's a scene later on when they're at a hotel and uh, Carmen gets out of the shower and she like walks over to the blinds and is going to look out the window. And the yeah, I think it's Panama. 
It's like yeah, Pat was like, "Don't do that. Get away from the window." This is after and she's, you being, think, she's oh. being escorted by these two FBI guys at this point, and Panama, and uh, yeah. What's the other guy? Oh, uh, Osborne. And you think that there's going to be like a sniper or something like that. But no, it's a guy from before jumping through the window. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. You think it's going to be somebody aiming a gun in from an adjacent building or something. And yeah, he just dives through the window. As soon as she pulls the curtain back, he dives through. Get away from that window, miss. Why? What are you worried about? <gasps> <laughs> That was pretty great. Um, yeah, like he he would have had to have been running before the curtain moved. <laughs> he was yeah. I guess it was just a coincidence. He was like running across the parking lot <laughs> to dive through a plate glass window, and he died. Like he he was he was running full speed, jumps through full body, like not like a dive, like you're you're going parallel to the ground. Yeah, like a jump, he and his jumps. entire body comes yeah. through at the same time. I appreciated that um, continuity wise. They showed like cuts all over him and stuff like because it wasn't just like you go through a glass window and nothing happens to you. It was like, no, he got cut up doing this. Those are probably real cuts. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably just real cuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, the movie's also hilarious because there's there's these two, you know, thugs. Like there's a like there's like the edit, edit, a Freddie Mercury looking guy. Yeah. And then there's the guy in like the 70s suit. Yeah. And they just die. They get killed off. And are replaced by two other thugs. Right, yeah. Because yeah, then we meet these two other guys. Uh, what are their Is names? Hitch? Hitch, Hitch and, Lucky? and Lucky. Hitch and Lucky, yeah. And they're going to pick yeah. up Drago, who's been who's been summoned to like hunt the FBI guys and Carmen down. By yeah, by Frankie. Sorry, before before we get to that though, when they the two goons they finally catch up to the boyfriend and Carmen. Because I don't think the boyfriend has a name. He's just boyfriend. Okay. But they they catch up to him, and then they shoot him, and he has that, like, wicked death. Like, oh, yeah. They shoot him twice. He gets shot once, and he's like, ah, and then he gets shot again, and he, like, flies backwards down the hill. Dead, fucker. No! No! He gets killed off the but, bat, and that's why the FBI guys have taken her, because they want to get information out of her about where did he hide these diamonds, so that they can yeah. arrest uh, Frankie, who is played by Cameron Mitchell, who was also in Raw Force that we did on the show a while back, yeah, which is with, very, again, another movie in this kind of vein of... Yeah, which he's awesome. Uh, he should have been in the movie way more. Yeah, I would have appreciated more, because we only got a few scenes with him at his mansion, in his hot tub with these like you know various naked ladies or whatever but like it just seemed yeah like don't sh- get don't get suds on the cigar <laughs> yeah oh yeah i would have liked more of him for sure i thought there'd be like a final confrontation with him or something but he never he kind of just after they end up dealing with the various bad guys we don't we don't see him again the freddie mercury guy does he die does he get shot in the hotel room yeah he dies in that hotel room scene after okay. he's jumped in there so then the other guy he dies by flipping his car. Yeah. They're in a car chase after that. Yeah. Another one. And and it's like, oh, oh, we totally missed. Like, we're kind of jumping all over the place. But now I'm like, okay, we totally missed where they jumped over that bus and destroyed yeah. that car. That's where right. it's like nobody would walk away from that. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, there's some big <laughs> some big stunts in this for sure. Yeah, they well they they blow up the camper. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. and he drives through the camper and blows it up. Yeah, they just drive yeah. through it. This is another. This is a movie too where people are just able to jump their cars, like Smokey and the Bandit, where he just somehow oh totally makes his car jump even though there's nothing to like use as a ramp necessarily. Hundred percent. But the other goon, he yeah, he dies. Because he's not able to make the jump over that uh, yeah, well, canal or whatever it is, yeah, water well, storm like drain. It's like an aqueduct. It's like a dead end kind of thing. And like f- the, the FBI guys somehow just, they, they're like, jump it. Oh, shit. Shit. Jump it. Jump it. Yeah. It's like, okay, there's nothing to like <laughs> Just jump, jump really. it. <laughs> I mean, there's a kind of a bit of a tree there. I guess that's what they're supposed to be driving off of. I don't know how that would work with yeah. uh, your tires. I guess. But. So 
He tries to jump it, he fails, and then he gets out of the car on fire. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's... Oh, yeah, that's right. And he gets out of the car on fire, and that's the one of the two awesome, like, stuntman on fire scenes. Yeah, he's a really Yeah, because there's another flames. one towards <laughs> towards the end, yeah. It's like, I don't know, It's you want to talk about every scene because it's just so much fun. Yeah, we can almost go, like, <laughs> scene by scene because there's something in every scene. There really. is a lot of, like dialogue like he- dialogue heavy parts yeah but they're, they're funny just like, they, they are funny but like there's they kind of try to work this romance uh between carmen and osborne yeah and uh like mick is it Mc, mckinnon what's omaha panama omaha panama panama, <laughs> panama who, who reminds me of uh the fbi agent's partner in the americans Oh, right. You mentioned that when we were watching it, the movie. <laughs> like so much. Yeah. Uh, he's like talking about how oh, I see. I'm a de- I'm a detective. I see what you what's going on between you two. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> says uh, surveillance is my thing. Yeah. And, you can't fool me. I Osborne's know what's happening. like, I don't know what you're up to. It's all professional. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the, two, the difference between these two FBI agents, because Panama, he's got the G-Man suit on. He looks, you know, professional, clean cut. Yeah. And then Osborne, he's like a Serpico type. He's got his like army jacket and his long hair and like <laughs> like he's going undercover or something. Yeah, they, but they make it work and it's they're they don't do that typical thing where there are two partners or like that that don't get along or anything like that. Like they're actually friends. Yeah, they're just like friends, yeah. <laughs> and neither of them is a bad guy. Yeah, although yeah. Th- although their FBI boss, it turns out is a bad is guy, bad guy. Yeah. and that was like who, but, who could see that coming they, they, they hired an actor who like is like <laughs> the most obvious actor to be a bad guy kind of yeah <laughs> i prefer the other romance in the movie which is between drago and hitch absolutely oh man now that that is just awesome all the dialogue between those guys everything they say to each other is, is a real amazing love fest happening there between those two it it totally oh, is. Yeah. So when he when they're just like naming Levensworth, yeah, it's like all like the prisons, yeah, naming prisons, prisons they've been they've to. Spent, they've done time in, and then Hitch is like Merle Haggard. Yeah, the, and Johnny then Drago's like goddamn Johnny Cash. <laughs> so how much time is it going to take to finish the job? There's one thing we know, Lucky, is how to do time. <laughs> <laughs> Leavenworth. Sing Sing. Yuma. Joliet. Norfolk. Bragg. Huntsville. Merle Haggard. Goddamn Johnny Cash. <laughs> the hell are you guys talking about? Education, son. Life and death. Reality. Prison to you, Lucky. Can't wait till I'm as experienced as you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they like, like, they like do that. They like fist bump. They, yeah. And then Lucky is like standing there just like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Well, Lucky about. is hilarious too because he's like this little puppy dog who tags along with them <laughs> and he's like learning how to be a henchman basically. That's like what's going yeah. on in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so I he's can't wait stunt- till I'm as experienced as you guys. He's a stunt man. Oh, is he? Uh, and like he's yeah, he's still working. Oh, right on. Oh, Lucky. nice. I haven't looked through everybody's, but I'm guessing there's a lot of stuntmen well, in this movie. But like this guy was in. Oh, he was like the last movie he was in was Idiocracy. Oh, okay. No, oh, sorry. Olympus has fallen. Oh, okay. Oh, that's okay. more recent. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's funny. I mean, all the bits between those three are pretty much gold. And, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's the when we were introduced to Drago. Yeah. It's one of the greatest <laughs> introductions to a character in any movie we've ever watched with that tiny plane. Yeah, because they're waiting for him to get off this plane, and then he doesn't get off, and then the plane moves, and then there's like a tiny, tiny, like, prop, I don't know what you call those, like, what is that, a prop plane? Yeah, it, yeah it's like a, a tiny glider. little baby plane. Yeah. And then there's Drago. Like and he's, yeah, and he's like in his full, like, cowboy outfit and comes over and Hitch is like, Nice outfit. <laughs> and he's like, what do you say? When in ever heard? Uh, no, he's Rome? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever heard of Rome? That's yeah. it. <laughs> ever heard of Rome? Well, when I'm in Texas, I dress like a Texan. You heard of Rome? What about 
I'm in Texas. And when in Texas, I dress like a Texan. Yes, sir. Let's go. And he's got oh, he's man. got like a cowboy hat, but he's also got and you know like the belt buckle, the boots, but he's got like a full like long rider like tr- like trench yeah, he's like coat a big on. duster. Yeah, yeah. And then they go to that country bar, which I think that there's just called a bar in Texas, and they're <laughs> they're like he like punches out those two guys or the one guy to steal his hat. He wants cowboy hats said, for for Lucky and Hitch so they can come yeah, into he, the bar too because they they're so it, dumb they don't they're not dressed like Texans. Yeah. And Hitch is like, I've never met anyone that's so concerned with their outfits as you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. like, this is just like the thing. They just keep ending up at the same places. Yeah, they're tracking them like, somehow very efficiently. Somehow. That sequence is hilarious, too, in the country bar. Because Carmen, you know, they're supposed to be the two FBI guys are supposed to watch her, but they they don't do a very good job of it. Like they always are like, not at all. They're like, oh, where'd she go? Like she just kind of takes off all the time. Yeah, she says she takes off. She's doing her own thing. And then she ends up singing. Yeah, she gets on stage and joins the band that's playing. Yeah. Panama's getting racially profiled. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like hardcore. That was so funny. That was a little uncomfortable. (laughs) And then, but I, I think it was pretty true to its source material. Like, I think that that's exactly what would have happened. Yeah, they're all um, every like what, every cowboy, every shit kicker in the place is looking him up and down and like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, Mr. Are you Pink doing here? comes over later on with his that he's got like that cut off pink shirt. Oh yeah. Uh, and then him and his buddies come over and they Panama's like up against the bar trying to get like uh, some water. And they won't give him water. They won't even give him his car water. I guess that's too black for them. <laughs> and then he uh, he asks for peach, uh, peppermint schnapps. <laughs> that's right. He's like, no, fuck it. Like seven of them. <laughs> and then I don't know if it's his drink, if they actually finally end up serving him. But this like cowboy guy comes over. It's the grossest thing. He grabs the shot glass, like fucking melts the entire thing. Yeah. Puts it upside down in his mouth, like shakes it around in his mouth, and then pours and it back pours in it the back glass in. <laughs> without taking it out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. it's like tastes like shit. <laughs> it tastes like shit. <laughs> and then, and then there's just they say fight. Well, yeah, because Osborne comes over because he sees Drago, and he sees okay, he's getting close to Carmen, so he needs a distraction. Yeah, I guess. So then he just punches that guy that took that shot and then just yells fight and then this other guy is like all right a fight and then the whole bar breaks out a fight for a fight to break out like that's how it works fighting each other yeah that's how it works yeah those guys were dancing and then the one guy so says fight next guy's just like fight he literally just turns and punches the closest person to him (laughs) they're not mad at each other about anything i mean i guess that's that's a realistic depiction of those kind of bars i think isn't it yeah oh yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 i mean this happens every weekend at some point (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly uh we should kind of like it's kind of like roadhouse yeah that would never happen dalton would shut that shit down (laughs) yeah not yeah not on not on Dalton's watch. No, no, he would be nice until it's time to not be nice. Oh yeah, he would. He would <laughs> let he'd let people do their thing. I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. I can't. I, the, the scene with Carmen out. singing though is just hilarious, and that's when the fight breaks out. At whatever, but like. decided she's a country singer now at this point of the movie <laughs> does a whole yeah number. but that's why she's she's why so she's, versatile she's the best she's one of the best action stars we've ever had in a movie <laughs> <laughs> she does it all well that, that she does so. it all yeah. she does it all definitely <laughs> she hits that guy with she hits drago later on like with the yeah she's great She's in almost every scene, so... Yeah. Uh, there's that scene where they're at that that diner, too, and they're eating lunch, and she has the line about... They're like, aren't you upset or whatever about your boyfriend getting killed or something? And she's just like, well, it's lunch. You can't stay upset forever or something like that. Like, she's just like... <laughs> yeah. yeah she's like, are you going to eat that pickle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a lot uh, of exchanges that are just... The more you think about them, the funnier they are. Yeah, one of the funniest exchanges, to jump way ahead, is lo- how lucky meets his end they're in a, a high-rise building yeah car yeah they got car as uh, drago's got carbon like with a gun to her head and osborne is like fighting with lucky and lucky's gonna shoot him 
But then his gun doesn't go off. Yeah, he, he's and he's like, like out of bullets or something. Yeah, he's like, I guess I'm. And then Osborne's like, I guess you're not that lucky. And then Lucky just goes, "Oh fuck," and gets pushed out of the window. Yeah, like, or he kicked, kicked out, he kicked out the window. Yeah. The, yeah, and then that such a dramatic long fall. Yeah, that looks hilariously awesome when he's falling. It, and they got right it. on top of that like Oldsmobile. That was pretty great sequence. I mean that uh, that scene that scene's funny too because again Osborne is there to save Carmen, but she ends up saving him because Drago's kicking the shit out of Osborne. I mean, how could he not with that trench coat, right? And then she oh, yeah, comes in. The, she comes in with the board with a nail in it, and like hits him in the back and saves Osborne yeah, is, again. Yeah. So this is the scene where they're they're fighting. They're gonna like square up now because Lucky's falling out the window, and it's just Drago and and Osborne. And then Osborne like puts his like fucking dukes up like a boxer, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm gonna introduce you to the Sing Sing Slide." Drago. Yeah. Drago says that, and then they start like fighting, and then Osborne like punches him back, and he's like. Oh, you're better than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> we should mention, it, too, that Osborne is played by uh, Gregory Scott Cummins, who most people might recognize as Mac, uh, as Mac's dad on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the crazy one who's in jail all the time. Uh, and then he's also the FBI agent uh, Crate of Crate and Barrel on the, on the show agents. Bosch. Or, sorry, Cop, yeah, on, on Bosch. He's the FBI They're agent. LAPD. In this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's pretty great. He's fantastic on Bosch. Um, <laughs> He's pretty funny. But but so like after that that bar fight they actually uh, they get a hold of Osborne and they get him into the car. They kind of take off and then there's a scene where they just start beating the crap out of him to try and get information from him I guess. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly when they go and get the diamonds. I think it was before that maybe because oh, she, bef- she remembers stuff that her boyfriend said about a windmill and a farm and all this shit, and then they yeah, it's pretty pathetic. She's <laughs> yeah. like, he's he made he mentioned Holland and cheese. Well, you know, first and he says Circle Square Ranch or something like that. Yeah, and they're like, obviously they're on the path. They just happen to be driving past this fucking right. It's just farm. like right there, <laughs> this dilapidated farm. And then they're walking around, and then she's like, he mentioned cheese and chocolates and dikes. And, and somebody's like windmills, and she's like, yeah. And then they go like they, they pan just like over look and it's up, like yeah, and there's a little windmill. There's thing. like this little, but it's like, yeah, yeah. It's so just then, like a wind, uh, whatever you call those things, yeah. And then you have the awesome line where Osborne uh, Panama is like, I guess you'll take the high road, and Osborne's like, I always do, <laughs> and he climbs, he climbs up, yeah, that, and they find the cigar the, box with yeah the diamonds. I just remembered the line earlier where. When they're they're asking her if she knows anything about you know where he hid the diamonds and she's like no I didn't know he's did you ever meet him he was crazy he he lived yeah. his life like he was making it up as he went along, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing there's like there's so many lines there's so much dialogue that is just like that's why you got to watch it multiple times. So yeah, with amazing dialogue, this movie also has amazing explosions. Oh totally. So two in particular are. The we talked about the RV one, where they drive yeah. through an RV and it explodes, and there's an explosion near the end of a gas station that is like just mwah. well. So right before that gas station explosion, though, you get the one where the guy drives through the house. That's right. Oh yeah, and, and it's like sorry about your house, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's just a random <laughs> like guy. A, well, it's like a car chase, and then like yeah, somehow his that guy's car gets diverted so it drives through these people's front yard and then through the corner of their house and then the house yeah. just explodes <laughs> yeah the guy's like sorry about your house and then like just, just drives, drives off away. and as he's driving it's just like <laughs> and then the uh, yeah and then the gas station explosion is amazing and there's like you can see tires flying yeah flaming oh, yeah. tires and stuff. yeah that scene's great yeah that's another there's, chase there's right? so many there's so many good explosions and yeah i mean there's so many chases explosions cars jumping it's fantastic yeah that that explosion was pretty impressive that they hit they hit some sort of propane tank or something and it sure up something yeah. like that <laughs> i mean it blew up before they hit it yeah but. you can see the explosion <laughs> happening actually we just rewatched it there's like it, it happens at like the opposite end of like where the car hits the tank. You're ruining the illusion, you guys. Ugh. Oh no, it's, it's so it's good. Great. You need to catch. No, well, I think that once you get this on crisp Blu-ray, 
yeah. you won't even care. Get all those, that get all those pixels. going to be so sick. Yeah, I, I mean, I, do, do you have these, a favorite scene, Dustin? Oh, man. Do you have a favorite scene? I mean, the, the one where, where Lucky gets kicked out the window is pretty great. Um, but, yeah, it might be the guy driving the, the car through the house. <laughs> just because he's like, sorry about your house. So and then just, yeah. just drives away. Like, he's not sticking around. <laughs> like, Well, and there's those three people in the yard that are yelling at him. Like, they're dead. <laughs> well, they must be from the explosion, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that guy killed those people. Like, not on purpose, but... I mean, there's the I'm, we get a, a showdown sort of at the end where once again Osborne gets captured by the bad guys because we find out his FBI boss is is in on the whole thing. Yeah, and she has to fucking save him yet again. She makes Molotov cocktails. Yeah, and she like fucking drives in like full blast to save him. Uh, and this is when Panama has, hasn't Panama been shot at that point, and he's like, yeah, he's shot. He's in the os. He's in the hospital. All right, he, they, he was well, in the at hospital. the end, he's at the end, he's been kidnapped. Yeah, they bring him there. Uh, from the hospital and he's yeah, like he's sitting in the back of a car oh really at the end yeah, yeah yeah he's sitting in the back of the car and then the car that car that he's in actually they're racing to save him and the car explodes yeah. and they think he's dead right and then he's oh, he's, right. just, then he's just like down the hill sitting against a tree like he got out of the yeah. car in yeah time. right takes more than that to kill panama and then uh, <laughs> Drago tries to steal the diamonds for himself, right? And take off. And then does what? How does he die there? Like they, he 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 gets killed. Oh, he goes off the bridge on the motorcycle, and he goes flying down into the water below, doesn't he? Oh, doesn't he light on fire? I think yeah. I yeah, think he's, he's on, on fire. He's too. on a motorcycle, and he. Oh, there's the the FBI agent is like shooting like a like a Uzi at him. And he flies off the the. <laughs> we're watching it. He flies off the fucking <laughs> into the water. But he's al- he's got to be alive still. Yeah, he's totally got to be alive because oh, he's not on fire maybe he's yet. He's gonna come back in the sequel. Maybe it'll be like Bad Boys for Life. You know, twenty thirty years later, you do another one. It no, it just ends like that. So it's supposed to imply that he's dead. Yeah, but who's the guy that goes off the bridge on fire? Is it the FBI agent? I think the, I think there's another. Yeah, maybe there's like another bad guy that first goes off the bridge. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. The FBI agent is holding the detonator. Right. Because he's, he's going to blow up the car that that uh, Panama's in. But yeah, he's standing beside the car, and then he blows up and is yeah. on fire and ends up falling off the bridge on fire into the. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> Both of those falls are pretty awesome looking, actually, because it's a high, like it's a high bridge. Yeah. So, they, sorry, the, when Carmen throws a Molotov cocktail at the FBI agent's car and blows it up, it is like a perfect explosion. Yeah. And then, yeah, the FBI agent does the, like the, looks like the guy from the Pink Floyd, like he's on fire, <laughs> jumps into the water, and he's like totally cooked. But I think Drago survives. Oh yeah, I think Drago survives. Well, the, oh, that was the was it was it uh, Hitch that that caused the huge explosion earlier with the tires, and he died in that explosion, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, man. But Wait, the scene where the Hitch and Drago are talking about their mother mothers. Oh, oh, classic. In the car. Well, that's when they do the fist and, bump. When they're yeah, just and like, then Lucky's like, "I'm an orphan." At least we still got our moms with us, you know. I'm an orphan. Nothing lucky about that. That's right. Without our moms, where the hell would we be today? Nowhere. Wiping other people's asses, digging ditches. Not me. My mother deserves the best, and I don't give a goddamn who I have to kill. She's going to live out her life in style. Yeah, he said, like, where would we be without our... He's like, where would we be without our mothers? Yeah, Lucky's like, I, I'm wiping, an orphan. Wiping asses. He's an orphan. And they just ignore him, and they keep talking about how great their moms are. Uh, one other scene I really want to talk about, it's just like a very small thing, is Carmen wakes up, and she's like, she's in a hotel room, and she just like wakes up, and like rolls over, and it's just Drago, like, with his hands on his, uh, on his hand, like his, uh, sorry, his, his head in his hands, and just like, morning sunshine, and she's like, I thought you were dead, and he's like, it does, they haven't made a bullet big enough. Right. I mean, the, the guy that plays Drago, uh, Ross Hagen, I mean, he's just, it's just such a funny performance, because we're meeting this, you know, we've seen a lot of movies where a top killer, or hunter, or bounty hunter, whatever it is, is called in to, to get get somebody and he just wasn't 
like what I was expecting at all. Like the way he plays the character, it's like kind of goofy. It's not like he's like a total badass or something. He's just like I don't know. Yeah, but it it works so perfectly with this movie. Yes, like all all these characters work perfectly together. Yeah, I mean this is a this is a pretty fun one. I mean, look, I'm thinking about it now. I'm I'm gonna have to up a couple of my score numbers just because. Yeah. Oh, me too, for sure. The dialogue is really funny. Almost every exchange, and yeah, it's it's always entertaining. Like there's, it's not boring at any point. Cause if they're not blowing shit up, they're having some weird character moment. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else we missed? Like, is there any scenes we didn't talk about? I don't know. I think that we just need to watch it again and again. <laughs> well, James, you ordered the Blu-ray. We can watch, <laughs> can watch yeah. it all. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I ordered the Blu-ray. So a lot of movies we've talked about, like hard to get to Hawaii and Miami connection, but it, even some of the more like mainstream ones, just haven't been my kind of goofy movie. Right. But for some reason, this one really is. This one hit the spot? I don't know. There's just something. It's such a really great combination of like the acting and the explosions. And the goofy dialogue. Yeah. Like the character development. And the fact that Carmen is the hero, really. Yeah, Carmen <laughs> is really great. Like, actually, she, I feel like she should have had a better career. Yeah, like she really didn't do anything. It's funny. I mean, I think she's in a few other movies and stuff, but yeah, you know, didn't become but a huge also, star or anything. Uh, Gregory Scott Cummins, like, he looks like a movie star. Well, I mean, movie. he's been he's been working consistently all along. I mean, I think out of everyone in the movie, he's probably had the most successful uh, career, at least he's acting wise. Absolutely, has the most successful career. I would say, period. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not talking about on a stunt people. level or whatever, but yeah. But as far as acting or making, like directing films, like yeah, come on, like he's 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 been in 85 projects. Who's the next fucking highest person? Let's see, William Hubbard Knight. He's been in. Last thing he was in was in 1998, and it was touched by an angel. <laughs> Touched by an angel Classic But yeah uh, So overall uh, I give this movie As a reaction I give it an 8 I really liked it Overall it's a 6.4 Overall my reaction Is a 7 Overall 5.8 uh, You know what I upped mine a little bit My reaction's a 7 Overall 6 So You know It's not one of those movies Where you can claim Like this is an excellently Made film across the board It's just one of those ones That's so fun Like Miami Connection Yeah it's just It's a fun movie So this is a big old tie Oh yeah Tie with It's tied with So uh, 6.1 overall Yeah 6.1 sorry Tie with Die Hard 2 Mission Impossible the Fifth Element, The Punisher, nineteen eighty nine, <laughs> and the original Demolition Man. Wow! I mean, and on either side of it, you've got Hard Target below, and you've got uh, how is, why is Hard Target, Target so low? It should be at the top of the Die list. Hard Four <laughs> ahead. Well, you know that's a tough uh, that's a tough company right there because those are all those are all kind of bangers, aren't they? In in their own, uh, I think in their own way. I mean, Mission Impossible definitely. I have a soft spot in my heart for it. The Fifth Element does so many interesting things. The Punisher 1989, that's a pretty fun movie. I had movie. a lot of fun with that movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man is fun, man. I mean, it's it, not... It, it's, it is, it's, it's a fun movie. It's, it belongs at the end of that list. Yes, yeah. it But it, I'm going to say my heart says between The Fifth Element and The Punisher. Wow. I mean, it's it's a, a scrappy movie that I want to promote and I want people to see it and enjoy it. But I, if I'm being honest with myself, I'd have to put it behind all those movies. I had a lot of fun with it, but I think all those movies are, are technically better movies. I, think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's better than The Punisher. No. It being a movie that um, most people haven't heard of, these are all actors yeah, that we're not for talking the most about, part... This, this doesn't have the same kind of budget as those movies that we just listed. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that Demolition Man is so good because who's in it, which makes it right. funny. And so I would put it between The Punisher and Demolition Man. I mean, there's some funny shit going on in Demolition Man with like oh, there is the Taco 100%. Bell stuff and the three yeah. shells and all this stupid stuff. But yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So what does that mean then? Where where does it it end goes up? it goes between The Punisher and Demolition Man? Okay. I can live with that. So, number 71. New number 71. It made our top 100 so far. <laughs> 
it's it's a these are always tough movies to rate because they're not like it's not i can't go and honestly tell someone this is an amazing film this is one of the best action movies ever made or anything like that but it's just a movie you're gonna have a fucking good time with if you know what kind of movie you're watching if you like andy sedaris movies you like miami connection that kind of thing you're gonna have a really good time watching this i guess the question is on the rewatch is this more likely of a rewatch than demolition man (laughs) <laughs> well, it's maybe in some ways because, you know, it's one of those ones you can put on, I think, with friends. You know, people, certain people are going to enjoy the weirdness of this, like the weird exchanges and the weird interactions between the characters and stuff. It's kind of a fun hangout movie, I think. Whereas Demolition Man, you might throw on every 10 years or something because you, you know, want to see, see it again. But Demolition Man, if, if it's on TV, you're going to watch a scene maybe. Yeah, I mean this, this movie you're gonna show people. This, yeah, you're gonna go out of your way to show people this right. movie. Right, and but part of that is the nature of the kind of movie it is, right? Like everyone has seen Demolition Man, but hardly anyone knows about this, right? So it's like a fun thing to introduce people to. All right, well we got a hundred and forty six movies on our list. That's it's a, it's a pretty there. big list. Yeah. I'm still yeah. looking for something to go below ballistic X versus Sever. Yeah, if you got any ideas for really shitty movies, hit us up on Instagram and let us know. I wonder how you're going to make it that bad. <laughs> yeah, you got to find something worse than Ballistic X versus Sever for us to review. I want to start off by saying thanks to uh, Circle Collective Group and uh, Vinegar Syndrome for giving us the opportunity to watch this movie. Uh, if you're into campy action movies, I would I would say you have to go you have to see this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Buy this movie. Yeah, this you is... can buy the Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome or uh I believe it's also available on Alamo Drafthouse streaming service from what I understand. So you might be able yeah, to catch it like that as well. I think so. Do we have that in Canada? I'm not sure. Probably not, but people out there, you know, American I think listeners. they're hoping to get it on streaming service down the road, but uh, that hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, I could, yeah, totally, I could totally see this showing up on Amazon Prime at some point. But yeah, you should, uh, if you know, if you love these kind of things, you should go order it for sure. Uh, so yeah, thanks for giving us the opportunity to watch it. Uh, uh, thanks, Jeremy K. David, for the use of the theme song. And check us out on Instagram, on Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Yeah. What's Letterboxd again? Action, action. There you go. Action, action on Letterboxd. And that's where yeah. you can find our list, too. So we're going to do things a little bit different for December this year. Uh, we're going to put out uh, Fat Man, which will be the next episode, the new Walton Goggins movie. <laughs> and then we're going to throw out some, uh, some of our friends' podcasts and take a little bit of time off while we're under quarantine. Yeah, and over Christmas. And over Christmas. Yeah, so, uh, put up some friends' back. casts that we yeah. think you should check out. So we'll be back with Fat Man, and then, uh, yeah. But yeah, you can always get a hold of us on Instagram. That's probably going to be the best place. Okay, well, thanks a lot, guys. And uh, yeah, go watch some action movies.